welcome to episode 72 of the Mandarian Orange Show. I'm Phil Vecchio. And I'm Mumu Janelle. Back in the classic Mumu again, I see. Yep. Fish bones and Hawaiian flowers. <laughs> Didn't you wear it at like our first live show? I did. So some few people have gotten to see it. <laughs> I did. It's nice. It's, <laughs> Janelle has certain outfits that I just deeply associate with her. <laughs> I don't know what this. It's something you associate. Just lounging with. around the house outfits are some of my favorite things that you wear. I forget where I got this from. I don't know. It was either from a trash bag of clothes your mom gave me. Impossible. Or it was from a set of clothes Dina sent me. Also possible. When she was too skinny to fit into them. <laughs> well, either way, I just... <laughs> It's, so it's very... I don't know who the fishbone um, flower, Hawaiian flower. Ugh. What's that? What's the problem there? So I'm trying to download my phone pictures. Yeah. And it keeps saying the handle is invalid. What handle are you using? <laughs> I hate it when it wants a handle. What does that even mean? I hate it when my handle isn't. I don't know. I think it's the cord. You gotta get a handle on the situation. You should use a different cord. It's the next step. I love handles. It downloaded some because I checked the file and there's some pictures down. Try a different cord. We, those are those ones we got from like China or something yeah, that are all kind of. China cords. Not quite up to standards, but they were super cheap. All right. Well, um, we are. Going to uh, get right into it. With yeah, we have big stuff tonight. We will be talking about 30 Day Movie Pass Challenge, which is underway. It's going to be its own seggy. It is. We've got its own segment, so keep an ear out for that. But first and foremost, it's time for the news. You never hear someone say, like, last and for less. Like, if it's foremost, can there be a four less? <laughs> What's the opposite of foremost? Least? Why doesn't it get a nice compound word? Well, I don't know, Phil. My brain doesn't work. Any, like any budding etymologist out there? Uh, have, not entomologists. Um, unless you want to talk <laughs> about insects and stuff like that. Uh, but etymologists that might uh, be able to shed some light, that would be cool. I'd love to have a chat about that. I didn't understand your cheese for a good couple of weeks. My cheese? Yes, your cheesy jokes. Oh, you mean after you met me? Yeah. I was like, is he for real? Oh, he is. (laughs) But I'm self-aware for real. Oh, yeah. I was just telling you because... I, I listened to this thing today. Tim Heidecker of Tim and Eric show. Oh, gosh. The Tim and Eric Awesome Show. They, he does this live thing on feed, on Facebook where you can, like, Skype into him and he'll talk to you live and you can comment on it and stuff. And he just goes, bah! Well, it's bah, funny. Bah, cause he bah. talked a little bit about, <laughs> about like, you know, because he, he releases, like, albums now. Like, he has, like, a semi-serious musical career. But... It's mostly like 70s singer-songwriter style stuff. And 
Like, it's really hard to take it seriously. And there is, you can just never tell if he's, like, sarcastic or not. But and that's what he's Here saying. Here we go. And e- even listening to him in this thing, I can't tell if he's being serious or not. Because, like, no, this is just a serious expression of what I like. It just happens to be I like 70s singer-songwriters and blah, 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 right? And, and, but, he, you know, he's having a hard time getting people to take him seriously because he's known for ridiculous stuff. And he talked about this, like, some of the first stand-up stuff that he did where he would go in there. And I missed the part where he described the exact way that he did the set. But basically he did something that was so terrible, but he was doing it on purpose. And he said 90% of the crowd, um, like, was sitting there, like, staring at him like, oh, my gosh, this guy's horrible. And then 10% was, like, dying laughing because they realized that like, he, there was, he was in on the joke. And he said afterwards, the guy came up to him, and he said he felt bad, like he thought he had some sort of a mental illness or something. He's like, you did great, buddy. <laughs> but that's how he kept getting like hired back oh, on. Is that how people <laughs> laugh at your jokes? I don't know. I'm just saying. Good job. I relate to that. And hey, I'll take it any way I can get it. And he was just excited about the 10% of the people that did like his joke. So for me, if 10% of the people that listen to our show think one of my super bad puns that I throw out there or whatever, dad jokes, that kind of thing is funny, mm-hmm. it's all worth it. It's all worth it. And there's probably 20 I say a show that you don't even pay attention to or realize that no, I say No, I realize you say it. I just, just I don't know how it. to respond to you on this solo crowd. Like, if we're with a group of people, you'll get your groans and... You know, perhaps a laugh or two if perhaps, Ebony's around. Exactly, <laughs> Ebony. Ebony will do her silent laugh <laughs> at you. But when it's just us in an audio format, it's like people can't see my rolling eyes. Yeah, I think they can hear it in your tone. I like to believe that. <laughs> I'm sure they know. All right. Well, let's um, let's talk about some news, other than Phil's cheesy jokes. <laughs> Um, you can rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, or wherever you listen to this podcast. You can even make comments on our actual website, which you should do, because that's fun. <laughs> um, you can email us at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com, or you can use our form on our website. You should also be following us on Instagram. A lot of... New followers. I think we've gained like 40 followers this week since we started doing the 30-Day Movie Pass Challenge, which is exciting. Um, You guys should all be following along. That's where you can get the most up-to-date information um, about Movie Pass Challenge. I'm also downloading, saving the videos, and posting them to our Facebook and our Facebook group. So you guys should join our Facebook page or, you know, like it and join our group and you can see that. But it doesn't work quite as well on Facebook. The audio gets off a little at the end Mm -hmm. sometimes. So the best way the to best keep way right up to date is, is follow us on Instagram right now. Definitely. But, you know, wherever you follow us, you'll be getting information. All right. And, um, and what I got the, a question actually today on, on Instagram from Amber, your sister. Yes. Um, she said, like, when do we get to hear the movie reviews? And the whole, uh, the hook here with Third Day Movie Pass Challenge on the Instagram story and the Facebook, um, you know, I'm going to... I do a little quick summary. You can see where I go to keep up to date. I'll post a couple pictures of the movie theater and the posters and myself and stuff like that. But if you want the in-depth reviews, you know, we'll talk about the movies a little more in detail. Um, you got to come to this right here, the Mandarin Orange Show. You got to give them something. That's right. You got to leave them wanting more. That's right. We just give you, it's a little tease <laughs> to bring you in for the big show. All right.
Well, I think, like, that's it. That's the news, right? Like, that's the big news. Well, I mean, we had some other things happen this week. <laughs> like, what, Halloween, I guess? Audrey's birthday. Audrey's birthday. I guess those are as important as 30 Day Movie Pass <laughs> Challenge. Jeez Louise. A little, you know, egocentric when it comes I to guess. this thing. Um, so our Audrey daughter turned nine. Our Audrey daughter did turn nine. <laughs> and she had a birthday party Saturday, and she um, did it at the art barn. Which turned out to be super cool. Like, super amazing cool. All of her friends that did it, and it's all, you know, for little kids. So, like, adults were there, but we just kind of watched. But adults could do adults it. Adults could, but then we'd be paying for adults to paint a unicorn, so... Yeah. We're not doing it. But I'm saying, like, they do adult parties. (laughs) Right, right, right. Where you can bring grown-up beverages. But at the end of it, they all walk away with a canvas painting that they all did, which looked great. Yeah. I mean, they're hangable wall art. And if you watch, in fact, the Instagram story or the video on the Facebook, you'll notice that when I'm talking about what I'm going to do that day or when I interviewed you briefly yeah. we're standing in front of various works of art that luke and audrey have painted yeah many of which uh has been through um the art barn and uh the awesome lady that runs it over there yeah. so amber Enjoy. was also commenting that she really liked the various art in the background yes so, um we gotta get out our fall art we do our fall art since it's fall yeah um <laughs> we had the funny story about that so I was under the impression, because it was only $10 a kid, which, if you know kids' birthday parties, that's not like, okay, I can pay you $10 to entertain my kid and their friends, and I don't have to set up, or tear down, or clean, or clean up. Yeah, that's that's huge. Done. So, I'm like, okay, and it said, like, for an hour of painting, and I'm like, okay, well... And then there was something like you could pay twenty dollars. I thought I thought it was for two hours, um, but I was wrong. So the kids are like painting the painting, and I'm like, hopefully it'll only take like forty five minutes, and then we have fifteen minutes for cake, and then goodbye, kids. Yeah, open the presents real fast. But no, it's hitting an hour. Yeah, we're like fifty five minutes. Like, okay, like. Maybe we could do it in the parking lot. Like, I don't know yeah. if she has another group coming in. I thought we were going to be handing cake out of the back of our car in, like, the street or something. So, I went up to her, like, mid-painting. Like, they were just putting the finishing touches on the unicorn horn. And I'm like, so, hey, like, can we pay you more money so that we can do cake and presents? She's all, what do you mean? You have another hour to do cake and presents. And I'm like, I do? I'm like... For $10. A kid. And she's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's all, oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't know you were stressing over here that you were going to We thought another group was going to be, like, coming in right after this. So um, then we had a whole other hour to do cake and presents. And it so was two so hours for 10 bucks a kid. Um, it was pretty great. And they all walk away with a painting. Yes. So it was um, good. And it was it was a good she had a lot of fun friends there and it went really well. It did. And uh she picked to go to the Olive Garden. High end taste. She has a little more expensive taste <laughs> than Luke. Luke picked Chick-fil-A. Yep. Uh, she picked Olive Garden, but it was never ending costable. Yeah, it was. So Which for you equals two bowls. I got three. 
Yeah, but you ate two. I got three. <laughs> I ate a lot of. Bits. I mean, I got three also, but I like mostly finished the third one. But that's why. That's, that's why, why they can they do, do it. it. Because you can't eat that much pasta, especially when there's breadsticks. And then they're like, "Do you want to add pieces of steak for three ninety nine more?" No. No, just bring me pasta. Absolutely not. I want to stuff my stomach full of pasta for cheap. Don't try to trick me with your meat upsell. <laughs> but Luke said that it tasted the most like pasta from Italy. He did. Of all the pastas. Well, usually they're ordering pasta off a kid's menu at a restaurant that specializes in hamburgers, so <laughs> it's not surprising that that would be a little more authentic than he's used to. I think it's so sweet, though, because Luke says to me about once, twice a day how much he misses Europe. I know. They really, really, really like, loved it. I'm just so glad it left an impression on yeah. him. You know, it left an impression on her bank account, so it's yeah. nice that it left an impression nice that it had on other them. other positive other things as well. Yeah. So um, it just makes me happy. They're like such well-rounded, cultured kids. They're so. pretty. They're pretty awesome. I love our kids a lot. Yeah. So of course we had to talk about Audrey's birthday. I know. I just was excited to get straight to the movies, <laughs> and we did have Halloween. The kids were Pikmin for Halloween. And, um, From Nintendo Pikmin, you know, for those that don't. Yes. And we went around with my work BFF and um, her friends. It's the same area we went to last year where Phil walked into the Yeah, if you're a long-time listener, you might remember me having walked into a house uninvited because I thought it was, <laughs> it was a haunted, a haunted house. house. We well, went to the same place, but back. I did not walk I in. I put it on my Instagram story. They had a sign up inside the window, inside the door with a picture of me, and it said, do not give treats. <laughs> so, not really. But Luke's like, is this the one, Daddy? I'm going to be, he's going to be brave. That's what I said to him. <laughs> he's going to be brave. And the guy's like, okay. And then we walked in his house. <laughs> and then his wife's like, oh, hi. Can I help you? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> gonna be brave. Oh, this isn't this isn't what I thought it was. <laughs> I just love that story so much. Um, you gotta laugh out of um, a group of strangers. Oh, I did. So, I know. It's just a, it, um, it's a lot funnier in retrospect. When I was standing there in their little foyer looking at the back of their projectors as she right. politely showed us around, I was like, oh, this I gotta get out of here. So last year, my friend told us the route because we were hanging out late with friends and we didn't get over to the neighborhood till later. But this year, we got there early and it was great doing it with Trisha because she was like, Mr. Smith's not awake. Don't knock on his door. Go to the next one. Lights on. You see a pumpkin. Okay. Go up and talk to... She's got it down to a science. (laughs) And she knows everybody. And then she's all... This is a full bar cul-de-sac. We're going to go through here, and we're going to get full candy bars. And sure enough, we got full candy bars. Yeah, full bar cul-de-sac, um, which is great. And that was kind of our little chant as we were walking along. <laughs> full bar cul-de-sac. Although Trisha told me at work the next day that she didn't get what I meant by full bar cul-de-sac. What did she think you meant? Didn't she, like, quote the term? No, that was me. Okay. She's all, I thought you meant like a, like, 
alcoholic beverage bar. <laughs> and she was so confused. And, like, when you said full bar cul-de-sac, everybody laughed. And she was just like, ha <laughs> Like, even though she didn't know what you meant. I've watched more <laughs> Halloween specials of TV shows than probably the average person. So... The discussion of getting full bars is a common theme. One that, of course, I had like as a kid, and in college even, we would go. Remember, we would go out to Beverly Hills and like dress up and yeah. go trick or treating in college because the rich people would give out full bars of candy and occasionally even like loose change or cash because they like ran out of candy. Well, this is the Hollywood of this our is era. the Hollywood of Redlands. Yeah, and she didn't even get that. And full she bars. did the next day on her own. She's all. Full candy bars. That's right. None of this fun size stuff. So, yeah, that was a funny, funny little interlude. All right. Um, Okay, now. Is that enough news now? Now you can have your 30 movie day pass challenge. You've dragged this out enough? Mm -hmm. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the 30 day movie pass challenge. Now you might recognize that sound from the little video that I made. Um, and if you haven't watched the thing on Facebook, you're going to have to go and look at it so you can see what I'm talking about. Um, you know, or on, or on Instagram, you can see it. I post at the beginning and ending of each story. I have a little like animation of just words that I did. And then it has a little sound effect that you just heard. The that thing. Um... And I wanted to tell the story of how I made it before we get into the meat of the 30 day pass challenge or movie pass challenge, because I'm pretty sure like Brendan and maybe Josh and other friends who are familiar with computers will scream out loud when I describe what I did for this. Okay. So I'm just going to go through it quickly because I wanted to make a little animation like that, something to start and finish each of the stories. It was my idea. It was your idea to do it. I give you credit and I have, you know, limited abilities in those areas. I, I know how to use some things and... One of the programs that I know how to use is is Flash, um, which I'm pretty sure is like totally outdated by now. Again, at this point, someone might already be yanking their hair out. Um, but I made a little animation in Flash, and I, part of why I did it is I took a little community college class with Brendan like a few years ago, and we learned how to do Flash stuff in there. Um, but I also like it because you can add audio to it, and I knew how to do that, so I did my little dumb sound effects, you know. From his chair. From the chair, of course. That's the rule. Um, And anyway, so I I made it, and then I went and exported it as like a video file. And in order to get it to Instagram, I can't do it. You can't do that from a computer. I have to do it from the mobile app, right? So what I did is I emailed it to myself so that I could just download it on my phone. Well, I went to go do that, and the movie file is an AVI file. Is that right? And I tried to download it on my iPhone, and it wouldn't download because it's the wrong kind of file, I thought. Well, I found out later that's not entirely the whole problem, but that was a part of it. So then I'm like, okay, shoot. And I looked, and I had to make it into an MOV, a QuickTime. Well, Because uh, we have an Apple phone. Because we have an Apple phone, but I have not a, an Apple computer. So I tried to, to export it as a QuickTime, and then it said I didn't have QuickTime installed. So then I like tried to... Look and see if I could get QuickTime for Windows, and I tried installing it, and I hope I didn't mess anything up. But I went to like you know the actual real sites, and and it didn't work, and it wouldn't still let me do it. And I'm sure there's probably something totally wrong with how I did that too. Um, I have QuickTime. 
should have just done it on my computer. So then I was like, okay, well, here's what I could do. So I uploaded the video to YouTube because I have a YouTube channel. And then I figured maybe there's like a way to like rip it off of YouTube onto my phone. Well, I looked and looked and could not figure a way out. Like I couldn't figure without like downloading software, or some apps and stuff. There's no way to do that. And then I poked around. I just kept Googling and trying to figure it out. And someone pointed out that, because I couldn't figure out how to get it into the right format, even if I could get it on my phone, someone pointed out that there's a thing on YouTube where you can rip if you, you can rip your own videos to an MP4 format. So I went onto there and ripped it as an MP4 format. Then I tried emailing that to myself, but it still wouldn't let me download. Then you suggested uploading it to my Google Drive. And so I uploaded it to Google Drive, but then I couldn't get it to download from my Google Drive because I don't have the app on my phone. I just go out of Safari. So I had to get the Google Drive app, but then it still wouldn't let me. No, I, I yeah, no, no, I got the Google Drive app, and then it lets you download from the Google Drive app into your story. And from there, uh, I was able to put it onto no into your phone into your phone's picture thing and it only lets you upload the last 24 hours so yeah you have to download it every day i think i might have skipped a step in there because there was a couple of times when i was able to get other like little video clips on there oh because i also tried uploading it to facebook and trying to get something off of facebook or share it or anything like that and i couldn't get a way to do it there either so in the end i made an a, a flash exported it and then uploaded it to YouTube, then exported it again in a different format, then uploaded it to Google Drive, and downloaded it from Google Drive to my phone, and then in my phone, I was able to then go and put it up on Instagram. And if that's not a convoluted way of doing it, I don't know what is. That's how passionate he is it about is. this project. To get that guys. grainy, like, bad animation with me doing mouth sound effects. It took a lot of time. You're not supposed to give that away. You're not supposed to give away the struggle. You're supposed to make it. No, look I so wanted it easy. to be. I want people to understand the passion, the drive, and the amount of time I wasted putting that thing together. All right. Well, tell us about your journey into the 30-day movie pass challenge. Well, as of this recording, we're only two days in. You're probably not hearing this uh, until a few days later because. Uh, of our schedule with Movie Pass Challenge, launch tomorrow. going to the hotel and stuff. I'm not sure what day I'm going to get this out. So the most up-to-date information is going to be on Instagram and Facebook, you know, if, if you want to be updated. But as of now, I've gone to see two movies. Um, and part of the, the challenge and the strategy of being able to do this successfully is I have to save enough movies so that at the end of the month I still have stuff to see. Because, again, the rule is we've got to see 30 movies in 30 days, 30 different movies all using MoviePass. And as you know, there's only so many like mainstream movies that are out there, right? Um, there should be enough, but at the end of the month, we're going to be staying in Laughlin, which is a little, you know, town. desert town in Nevada. They do have two small movie theaters, but, you know, limited number of movies, so I have to make sure I have some larger releases that I can watch there, because they're not going to have any of the art house flicks or indie films or classic runs or foreign stuff or anything like that. Um... Yeah, so, you're going to have to see six movies, we decided. I think five movies while we're out there, because we can see one on the way out. Because we're going to be, we're leaving on Sunday, we can see one on the way out on Sunday, and then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, so five days. Okay. Um, which is not too bad. Um, but, 
that being said, part of my strategy is if there's an opportunity to see a shorter run film or an older movie or a one-off screening or special engagement or whatever, I'm hitting those first. So because of that, on the first day, November 1st, which was Wednesday, I went and saw a screening of The Shining. There's a theater near us called the Galaxy... Man, what's the name of the full thing? The Galaxy Theater in Riverside there. Now I can't remember it. Luxury. Well, it's, it's yeah. Like but the actual title is like Galaxy something or other. Anyway, it's in Riverside. If you really want to look it up, you can figure that out. Um, but every Sunday and Tuesday, they do classic cinema where they show old movies. Um, earlier this month, they did Ghostbusters. And next week, they're doing um, Blazing Saddles, which is cool. That's really and cool. And then on November... Um, let's see, that's 12th, November 12th, yeah, November 12th, which is one of the days that, uh, in Back to the Future Part 2 that he goes to, um, they're showing Back to the Future Part 2, so, anyway, that being said, the one that I went and saw was The Shining, and, um, man, have you, when is the last time you watched The Shining? I have no idea. You've seen it before, though. I've seen it a few times. It's really creepy. I mean, it's it's definitely a scary it's movie that holds dark. up. It's very dark. Um, but man, I mean, it's like... I know it's not the first movie to have a creepy kid in it, but it is definitely one of those, you know, earlier movies that demonstrates why creepy kids are the creepiest. Right, bro. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Danny's not here right now. Uh, it's It's amazing. And that kid... I mean, he, he's a very odd kid. I mean, he, I think he was a good actor um, because he was playing that weird character. And, man, like, he just, I don't know, he pulls it off. And you believe that he's like this other weird creature. And good old Shelly Duvall's. Oh, man, she's got her breakdown left and right. She did that before fairy tale theater. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jack Nicholson is a total psycho. He's great. <laughs> Um, it's very dark, and it's kind of funny, because it is R-rated. I mean, there's, there's violence, um, there is, you know, like, it's very stylized, but some weird bloody stuff. Um, there's definitely some language, there's some nudity that's very gross. Um, you know, so it's definitely R-rated. Uh, so, when I went up to the kiosk, I bought my ticket, and I went up, and there's a little guy, um, like a little stand they have there, where you give your ticket to the guy, you know? It's a little different setup than some of the movie theaters we went to. But anyway, so he checks the tickets, and there's two, like, teenagers that were right in front of me, and they went up there with tickets for The Shining. And they're like, oh, here are two for The Shining. He's like, okay, how old are you guys? And they're like, oh, we're 17. And he's like, oh, cool, can I see your IDs? And they're like, oh, my dad bought it for me. And he's like, (laughs) oh, it's R? I didn't even realize it was R. Oh, it was an old movie. Like, yeah, it's still R-rated. And, whoa, and, like... And he's like, yeah, unfortunately, I can't let you in. And he said, him to the box office, he said he could go talk to the manager and if they wanted to let him in. But he said, I can't give permission. And they never came in. They did not get to go see it. That is funny. Yeah. So when I got up there, because it was kind of, I mean, they weren't like arguing, but they're like, yeah, my dad bought it. And they were trying to like convince him to let him in. So it was a little bit of a thing. So by the time I got up there, I'm like, I'm here to see The Shining too. Do you need to see my ID? <laughs> He's like, no, you're good, man. <laughs> You're like, you wish. Yeah. He's like, you wish. Um, so, yeah. That's a funny story. It's a funny story because it's true. And they had recliner seats. They do. They have recliner seats. It's really nice. 
and they have like a they have like food like they have it's the ones where they have the little tray that comes out and they actually like serve food they don't bring it to you but at the thing they've got sandwiches and burgers and you know i don't know you didn't get anything i didn't get anything I figured we probably can't afford to do movie pass challenge <laughs> if I buy movie food every time we go. I may occasionally, but I did not this time. Otherwise, it's going to cost us a lot because <laughs> it's $6 for a soda. You won't be saving Man, money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's fine. I'm not saying never because sometimes, you know, but probably not every day for 30 days do I need to get a large, extra large Diet Coke, <laughs> you know. So that movie ticket was twelve seventy five. Because it's like a premium one. They have the recliner seats and stuff. So right already on the first day, that would have cost me twelve seventy five to go to that. And it's only nine ninety five for the month. Nice. So I mean already day it. one I'm over I've already I've already made my money. Um but it's good. I mean it's really if you've never seen The Shining and you can handle, you know, scary stuff and you know, an R rated movie, obviously. Uh, it's really, really, really good and creepy. And just, it's very stylized. It's Stanley Kubrick, you know. Yeah, and I feel like it doesn't have any of my least favorite genres. No, I mean, it's not... Yeah, it's there just, are some intense moments. It's definitely got some gross stuff, but it's not over the top. It's not like a saw or something like mm. that. You know, it's it's very... It's, it's largely psychological. I mean, it's a lot. They're going crazy trapped in this place and, um, you know becoming increasingly homicidal is that you know is the hotel in denver it's not is it's it in, in oregon. estes park no it's in oregon why do the coloradians say it's in estes park well okay here's some interesting stuff because it's a classic thing and they do this every week they have like a guy and i'm sure that he pre-records it for like theaters around the country and then they just insert the name of the movie theater because he says, in this theater is Sunday and Wednesdays, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, but he does a little intro for each movie. And so for this one, he got on and he talked about the history of the hotel a little bit. And it shows, it was in Oregon, the external shots for it. The internal stuff is all built on sets in England. Okay. So it's only the outside stuff. And um, the aerial footage of the mountains was shot in Colorado. So it's supposed to be set in Colorado. Like it says in the movie, this is in Colorado. And the driving through the mountains and some of that footage is Colorado. But the hotel itself oh, so it was, is Oregon. I think the hotel in Estes Park is the one that inspired Stephen King or something. It's possible. I don't know what the deal because is. Because there is no way. I mean, that like I went on my senior retreat because I lived in Colorado yeah. in high school. And our senior retreat was at in Estes Park and we drove right by that hotel and I had seen the movie at that point and it looks just like the hotel. It's possible. It's possible that that was the inspiration for it but the actual hotel it was shot at was definitely the one in Oregon. Hmm. Um, and it's funny because they said at the time they the one change they wanted him to make was that in the book it's room 217 that's haunted. That's got, you know, the dark, the bad room. And in the movie, it's 237. And they made him change it because they didn't want to have no one want to stay in their room 217. Oh, they didn't they have, have a 237. But, which was both our dorm rooms Which, my college. right. We were both room 237, which is another reason I bring it up. <laughs> which just means we were meant to be together. It was. Um, and, but the funny... Yeah, we didn't live in the same dorm room. No. It was the dorm room in two different... But the funny part is that the room that was most requested, they said, in their hotel is room 217, because that's the one from the book. Mm. And that um, 
you know, they probably should have just kept it how it was because it's actually very popular. No one's actually afraid of ghosts. They just want to go stay in a place that was in a movie. <laughs> so, um, 237. All right. And then what did you see today? So today, today was tough. And this is another one of the challenges is I'm still, you know, stay-at-home dad, responsible for getting the kids to and from school. Responsible You're working, for recording a podcast. Re- responsible for doing a podcast. So we, you know, had to have time to do that today. And I'm going on a field trip with the kids tomorrow, with Luke tomorrow, and then we're going out to a hotel tomorrow night. So, you know, just today was a crazy day. So the only time I could fit it in was during the day while the kids were at school. And the only movie that was showing at a time that I could make it near enough to their school and it just worked out was called was Happy Death Day. And um, I wasn't necessarily super excited going into it. Right. I thought, okay, well, here's the first one I have to just see. To see. Because that's the one I can see. And it's funny, too, because I'm not, like, a huge horror fan. I like good, scary, creepy movies. But definitely not, like, a gross horror fan. But, you know, I'm, I'm all for a good PG-13 scary. And this one actually turned out to be really good. I really enjoyed it. It's um, it's a, it's a more of, like, a slasher thing than supernatural. It's not, like, ghosts and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's basically, it's, it's Groundhog Day, but, like, a slasher scary movie. Where instead of... You know, he just lives it every day. She, I mean, this is in the trailer, so I guess mild spoiler if you don't want to know anything about it. But she gets murdered, and she has to solve her own murder. And each day, at the end of the day, she gets murdered. And, you know, she has to figure out how to get out of that loop. So. Um, and she wakes up in the same. Then she wakes up in the same spot. Yeah, just like, like Groundhog Day. And they actually lampshade the whole Groundhog Day thing. They, like, call it out so that, you know, yeah, we know it's like Groundhog Day. Um, and Which I won't spoil exactly how it is, but it's, it's pretty funny. Um, well, in Groundhog Day, he kills himself. He does, but it's that's more comedy and philosophy than this is more of a slasher. Although she does go through some of those emotional things, it's really, really good. Actually, I'm, I'm serious. Uh, I actually really enjoyed it. I, Your it's sister one, said it was. I good. know they recommended it. It's one that you should go see. I mean, it's it's a PG thirteen. What so does it's it not, have on Rotten Tomatoes? I don't know. Should we should we look real quick? Yeah. Um, while I'm looking, just just my recommendation to you, it's PG-13, so it's not, I mean, you know, there's some violence. It's definitely not like a kid movie, but it's nothing that you couldn't handle. It's uh, Weirdly, even though my most unfavorite genres are um, gunshot to the head, neck cracking, neck slicing, I actually like slasher movies. Yeah, well, I've always it's not. It's really had not fun with them. I mean, you watch Scream and stuff. It's way yeah, tamer than well, that. Scream and stuff was rated R, right? So, so I mean, it's it's good. It's actually really enjoyable. Uh, it's it's fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, sixty nine percent. So you go. Uh, I mean, I I can see why. I don't know when we saw the trailer and it said Happy Death Day, I was just like, we laughed. Yeah, like that's a dumb day. I get it. I mean. You understand with the premise that, you know, it's the day that she dies, so it's her death day. But it's just, it's a cheesy name. But here's the thing, though. The movie, although it is a slasher movie, it's got a lot of comedy in it, too. So it kind of fits the tone. Mm -hmm. It it works. So um, 
I'm going to say it's a definite. If, if that sounds appealing to you, then it's that's a good recommendation. I'll have to check it out. Now, that one, because I saw it at 1230 in the middle of the day, it's first screening of the day, and I saw it at the uh, Regency Theater in San Bernardino, which I've been to before. It's actually a really cute little yeah. theater. Really nice people. Like, both times I've gone there have just been super friendly. Was it the same? It was No, it was two different people. It was neither of the same two people I talked to last time, but they were just friendly. really, really nice. Um, not that people at other theaters aren't, but they just kind of went out of their way to be extra friendly. So, uh, but because I did that middle of the day, you know, first show, it was only $6. So if that, you know, if that's the only movie you go to the whole month, that doesn't quite pay for your movie pass, but if it's one of several, it's fine. So after two days, my total saving or my total amount I would have spent on tickets is $18 and 75 cents. So, how much money have you saved? Well, I would have spent $9.95, so I've saved almost $9. In two days? In two days. In two days, Phil? In two days. That's amazing. All right, we're going to move on to listener mail. Well, before we go on to it, though, just want to remind you one more time, 30 Day Movie Pass Challenge, go to our Instagram and follow me there, and uh, you will find us. What is it? Mandarian Orange Show? Mandarian Orange Show. On Instagram. It's so make Twitter. sure you follow us there. And uh, Mandarian Orange. And I listen. On the first day, I wasn't sure what movie I was going to see, and your sister was on there and said I should see Shining. So I went with Shining. So if you guys have suggestions yeah, or ideas. Yeah, you guys could get Phil to see some Go movies. in there. Give me, some, give me your tips. I might throw out questions of, like, I could see this or that, and if someone weighs in. I'll go for it. You know you could do a vote on it. That's probably true. I may. So, if you can. show me how to do that, I don't know. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> Fancy. All right, now it's time for listener mail. You got mail. All right, so Lane um, emailed us. He um, wanted to clarify what that skeleton is actually a real thing. Because I, I thought last time he wrote about skeleton, and I thought he was some kind of a typo. Because he talked about it like it was a sport. So he says, skeleton is a head-first deluge. Slide down an ice chute head-first on a sled the size of a cafeteria tray. The Canadian Olympian skeleton athlete for 2018 is the nephew of a person who works at my school. So go him. Okay, so this is crazy. After he wrote this, I, I looked it up on Wikipedia, and it is. It's it's like this little tiny sled. It's only one person, whereas luge and toboggans are sometimes multi-people. You know, this one is only for one person. Um, luge is sometimes one person, but this is only one person. And they go, it said, I think they get up to like a couple of Gs, forces pressing against them, and they get to like... 130 or 140 miles an hour going down on this little tiny sled. It's crazy. So, I think dangerous. Also, they get a running start, kind of like the bobsleds, except it's just one person running and jumping onto a thing. I think the way Lane describes it is how it started. It probably was someone that just was crazy with the cafeteria tray. and right. like, oh, Let's do it. Um, but, man, it's, a, it's an official Olympic sport. It's awesome. So. We actually got another listener mail. We did. We did. This is, Amber's funny. You it's should do it because you can sister. hear her voice. She says, Hi! Phil doesn't like Instagram stories disappearing because he is a hoarder. In all caps. Love oh. you guys. Bye! <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I mean, the hoarder of memories. I don't want that to go away. But also, when I create a body of work, let's say, I'd like to have some sort of something to show for it. Let's call a hoarder a hoarder. No, because You're here's the thing. a hoarder all around. I put out albums with bands. We can go back and look. Here's evidence of that. Here's a recording of it. You can see that. You can feel it. You can listen to it. And if you have nothing to show for it, you can say, oh, I did this live thing. And what if no one watches it? What if no one watches it in that first run? Then it was for nothing. But now, since I've saved them and put them on Facebook, someone could go back and look at it. There's archive. Okay. It's worth it. Well, hopefully the amount of room on your phone can keep up with you. I'm going to have to <laughs> delete a lot of things. So. Well, I can't even get my handle to disable You need a new whatever, handle. So. you got to get a handle on that. <laughs> All right. Um, That's it for mail. Two short ones. Yeah. If you guys want to write to us, mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com or use our contact form. We'd love to hear from you. Let me know what movies you think I should see. Um, if you got any current releases or upcoming ones that are, you know, something you think I should keep an eye out for, um, you can write us in and tell us about that. All right. And, um, speaking of movies, this has got to be its own segment because you went and saw a movie without us, without me, that's not officially part of movie time or the movie pass challenge. So it's movie time. Movie time. Yeah, so I decided I need to get a movie in before Phil starts his movie pass challenge because he's definitely going to be the the one to be seeing movies. Not that I won't. You'll come to see some. and and uh, I think we're going to take our kids to go see Thor, Ran, and Cook. I think so. I, well, since we didn't get to see it opening night, I'll have a chance to ask a couple people that yeah. did see it and see, like, you know, get some thoughts. I that helps. That, I think they'll handle Thor, Ran, and Cook. I... <laughs> I think the only reason you want to see it is so you can drive me crazy with saying it wrong. But They laughed at the jokes and Thor ran and Cook. It looks so good. And it's the same guy. So you know who directed it? No. It's the guy that directed that What We Do in the Shadows. The vampire mockumentary. Well, that was hilarious. It's him. He's the one that directed yeah, it. Yeah, he The was New Zealand really guy. So um, very, very excited for that because that movie was amazing. So, and it's... From the reviews, I you know read a little bit, try not to see too much, but it's very much a comedy as much as it is other stuff. So, um, and you can kind of tell from the trailers, it looks great. Awesome. It's got Kate Blanchett. I do love Kate. Audrey's like, is that the bad girl? Yes, it is. <laughs> no, she's the good girl. She just likes it that there's uh, girls are allowed to be the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. The bad girl. Um, so I went and saw the um, the cinematic 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 I don't even know cinematic masterpiece cinematic masterpiece that's what I said uh-huh uh geo storm yeah. one word one word people geo storm. Although it's one word that they said like 5,000 times in that movie. A geostorm. A little, a little geostorm. And yet, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it yet, <laughs> there's no geostorm in the movie. <laughs> it never happens. It was like hilarious. So bad it was hilarious. I told you, right? Like I it is. I very so... much enjoyed it. 
a lot of like close ups, a lot of smell the fart acting. Definitely. Like but a lot of close-ups. Why well, are there so many close-ups in a disaster movie? Well, and a lot of them, like, typing and doing, like, mundane yeah. conversations in a boardroom yeah, or whatever. clicking on their computer keyboards. It's, I mean, a lot of that stuff. And then, of course, the whole, like, countdown at the end. Again, yeah. we're doing spoilers here, so if you're really concerned about G.S. Storm spoilers. I didn't know that Andy Garcia was, like, the president till like, they got to the convention. Who did you think he was? I don't know. I thought maybe he was the vice president. They never called him Mr. President. Like up front? I, no. I, it's very possible. I just know from the trailer, because the trailer where he says, marry her. Yeah, but they... <laughs> no, but I he says, I kidnapped the president. The president. Yeah. That's true. I wasn't So I knew it from the trailer, part. so I just knew, but I, I don't remember if they did or not. But he didn't say marry her right after what she said in the trailer. No, it 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 wasn't any less dumb though. <laughs> you can tell the way they featured it in the trailer, like, oh, this is our goal. And that the girl, the um, the agent, the secret service agent yeah. girl, she like definitely has a thick accent of some kind, right? Think, oh, I don't know. You think she's hiding something? Yeah, I think it's very possible. Like, she was very much like pronounced her words. Slowly. Well, you know that Gerard Butler is like a huge thick accent in his yeah, American yeah. accent. He always reminds me of like the Monty Pythons when they're Monty Python guys when they're doing their American mm-hmm. accents, like, hey, I'm an American. <laughs> yeah. You know? He's very like ADHD. Like, <laughs> it just, you can just, it sounds like someone doing an American accent. I don't know. It's hard to pinpoint, but. Well, needless to say, it was. Pretty bad. <laughs> but fun, though, right? That's like Very fun. There's movies that are bad that you're just like, oh, this is miserable. And that was one that's like, this is just, just what are they, this is goofy. Just so you know, keeping count of this, I booked it online. I like to sit in the center row, center of the theater. At, at Krikorian, I do, because they have a, a wall, wall. And instead of bars, they have a wall. And... You're too short. If I put my foot up on it, I can't see the screen. Which is crazy because you're not that short. So, like, it's got to be hard for no average-sized people. Mom, I don't think, like, sitting in the front there either because of the wall. <laughs> but um, I go and I'm the only one I could see. And I kid you not. I walk in the theater. There was one other guy sitting in the left-hand corner. Movie starts. Last preview, this couple comes in and sits right behind me and then decides they don't want to sit there. Even though it's reserved seating, they get up and I had my feet up on the row in front of me (laughs) and she comes and sits right by my foot. (laughs) I just left it there in her face. I thought you got up and moved. Well, let me tell you. And then they started... Wrapping presents. And I was like, okay. And I made a big old hem-haw and moved down like five seats. So I was not perfectly centered for Geostorm. Which is so funny because, like, on both Movie Pass Challenge movies that I've seen, I was 
one of like three or four people in this theater and everyone spread way out. Like we were all exactly. in far corners of the universe. That's the thing to do. Maybe it's because I'm a woman. People feel like I guess. I don't know. Right. But it's like. Why do you want to be by someone else? Why do you else, want though? to be by my stinky foot? In my flip flop. If they knew what your foot smells like when it's I in a flip flop. I wear flip flops to the movies. I, I'm aware. It's not like I've had a manicure. I don't know. I it bewilders me, and like she, her, her spouse or boyfriend, whatever, is like, oh, sit on this side of me. So at least they would have been one seat down from me, but no, she's like, no, I want to sit on that side. So she like went <laughs> around him to sit by my foot. But why would you want to? Like I don't I understand. Don't if, you, if someone's already got their foot there. I don't see it. the thing there is they they do have reserve seating but they don't really enforce it yet because it's so empty there. It's, and when, once they get their recliner seats, they're going to get more busy and then they're going to have to start like keeping tabs on it. But for now, it's sort of. Did just you a, like? Have you been there since they put the the example recliners in the no. lobby? No, I didn't try it out yet. I just walked by it so that they I look was, pretty good. But they look they look good. And they, they, at this place, they have, um, they wait on you during the movie. They'll yeah. bring in food to you. Yeah. They haven't started that yeah. yet, but they will. So, that's cool. All right, well, we have to talk about one more thing really fast, and then we got to close this thing down. But um, there was something that it was so important in this category that we have to do it. And even though we've been so busy, we had to We had it. to. So, it's time for Couch Potato Corner. Couch Potato Corner. This CPC. And I'm sure you all know what we're talking about. But first, really quick, I just want to run down the other things that we've seen that we haven't talked about in several weeks. Uh-huh. Because this just shows you how much good stuff is out right now. Last Man on Earth is back. Superstore. Bob's Burgers. Ghosted is a new show we've been really into that's fun. Lore is another one that's on Amazon that's like... It was based on a podcast, actually, and it's about, like, creepy history of stuff. Very uh, interesting narrator, but the stories and it, the overall package is really worth checking out. He doesn't out. talk that much, so... And if you like, you know, kind of creepy history stuff, that's fun. Um, also, I've been watching Fresh Off the Boat, The Goldbergs, Saturday Night Live... Bachelorette Australia... Yeah, and Speechless... All these shows are back. They're all great. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So many good shows. We're not caught up on all of those, but... We did have to... Of all of those, the most important and the best thing that is on TV right now, period. If you have not watched it yet, get off your behind and go, watch it. Go watch it. Now, we're, of course, talking about Stranger Things Season 2. We're not going to do, like, major spoilers right now. No, it's um, too early. We're, we're, we'll, People aren't crazy. I mean, there's a lot of crazy people. A lot of people did. And I think that most people should have watched it in one sitting already at this point. Maybe twice all the way through. But if you haven't, we're not going to do, like, spoiler spoilers. But, you know, we may slip out a thing or two. So just beware. We're not going to talk about it much. But, you know. They totally did it again. I I, I don't know if I would say better. But just it's exactly where it needed to go. It's the perfect part two of the same thing and it's so good yeah it's so good it just it's like it's chemically engineered to appeal to my brain yeah um 
and I guess this would be a minor spoiler, I guess if you want to go into it totally blind, which I didn't know, but Sean Astin is in this season. He as, was in the Entertainment Weekly. I know, that's what I'm saying. But if someone wants to go into it totally blind and doesn't want to know anything, first of all, you're really treading dangerous waters at this point because how have you not heard <laughs> all this a, stuff at this a point? That's the reason why we binge-watched it. But I'm not going to say anything about him other than his character is so great, and I love, love, love Sean Astin from Goonies to Lord of the Rings and Stranger Things. Like, my gosh, he is just one of... It's one of our beloved character actors that really, really, really does good things. Also, uh, Fifty First Dates was fun. <laughs> Probably a lesser role for him, but I always thought that was a funny part. <laughs> that was funny. And he was the brother. Yeah. It was special. Well, he was just, he was like in a boxing or something. I don't know. He had like some weird thing that he was into. He had like a weird accent. Yeah. Anyway. Oh. Sean Astin, though, it, it, that's just one of it. Paul Reiser is also in it. Um, which I haven't great. seen him in anything in a long time, and he was super good. He was mad about you. Uh, he was. <laughs> um, see, you do the same thing. <laughs> but those kids, the kid actors, are just Where incredible. Where did they find these? It's like phenomenal. it's like freaks and geeks. I think they just got real kids that yeah. are just like I can't. And even it's fun because uh, okay, again, minor, minor spoiler, I guess. But Will was not in the first season very no. much. And he's in this season a lot more. And he is incredible. Like, every... You, you almost wondered, like, well, maybe he wasn't in the first season because he was, like, the lesser of the actors. But no. He's every bit as good as the others. Just absolutely yeah. amazing. Because when you watch kid actors from, like, old movies, you're like, oh, this is a kid actor. We were watching Avonlea with the kids. Right. And it's great. And I would enjoy it. But, like, the kid actors are obviously kid actors. We're like, okay... Felix, you're really funny as the like troublemaker, but don't play the drama trauma role because yeah, because his crying looks a lot like laughing and it's kind of hard to like, tell. <laughs> <laughs> um, so which is it, it's just I think part of it is just a style. It's a thing of its time. It's sort of like a a sitcom with a laugh track. Like mm. you know that they're performing in a different way. It doesn't feel real, but it's still right. it's still entertaining and good, but. These feel like real kids. Right. Like they're just incredible actors, and it's so good. It's so so good. The soundtrack is incredible, from the score as well as the songs they pick. It's so good. It's the best so of all those things. And I just listed some spectacular <laughs> television. It's the best. Go so watch it. You should if you haven't watched it I'm yet. Winona. Oh my gosh, Winona Ryder. I was just mentioning the new people in it that were stellar. Because everyone that returns is all amazing. They're all perfect for their roles. And it's it's. There was a minor spoiler alert, but there's a lot of talk about Steve. What do you mean talk about? Like, on Twitter, it was all a rage of Steve. Like, they don't like him? They didn't like him in season one. What? Yeah. No. How? That's what I. That's what I read. Nobody liked him in season one and season two. Well, he was two. the bad guy kind of in season yeah, one. He they, became. He's still and, kind of a jerk, but he he's yeah. endeared himself, and he did. He kind of walked the line in season one, where like you kind of wanted to root for him, but he was so bad. Well, there was a lot of memes going around, like like it'd be a meme of somebody like rolling their eyes. That, like, I told you Steve was the best, you know, like. 
Well, that's crazy. Like hashtag Steve. It's crazy that that was everything because he was always great. But definitely had some awesome stuff in the season. Uh, There's just so many. It's so good. It's so good. It's so, so good. So please, if you haven't watched that, um, if you're terrified of watching anything remotely creepy, like my dad, I guess, you know. (laughs) I don't think you can handle it because it is a little (laughs) scary, but. Average person who's probably interested in listening to our show is fine, I would say. Um, we did a lot of, like, with our kids, like, they wanted to binge watch something, My Little Pony. Or no, it wasn't that. What was... Well, we got... Gum or Here's something. the thing. We got Super Mario Odyssey for the Nintendo That's Switch. That's right. Which is the big, new, awesome, amazing game. And that came out on the same day as Stranger Things 2, which... So, we is, just put them on that. And well, it's crazy that, like, anyone in the world expected anyone to get something done this weekend, because you've got the new well, best game. Well, that's why the box office was low. Yeah, they actually cited that. So, the kids played Super Mario for hours on end so that we could watch Stranger Things. And also, like, all my friends' Instagram stories were, like, the same thing I did. Where you video the opening sequence of it? <laughs> Except, I will tell you, they were all on flat screen TVs. Oh, yeah. And ours was on a Our CRT. <laughs> which I think is a more authentic way to watch it, yeah, honestly. I, we were just being authentic. We were just, I mean, come on. It's supposed to be the 80s. That's what I would have watched a show like I that on. I never thought I'd hear you say that about watching something in the back room. What? You hate watching shows in the back room. because you always want the light off. And it's not... It's not conducive to the lighting situation in there. I needed the big old lantern to not shine on the screen of the dark underworld. But here's what happens. We have the light off, and then you're like, oh, can you get me a drink? And then I have to stumble through the dark and stub my toe to go get a drink. I don't ask you for a drink. I do that between shows. That's what I mean, in between shows, and the light's off. And you don't go over and turn the light on for me. Should we get you a clapper? I don't know. Maybe I need a. I think I'm. I think I might be at that point in my life when I want a clapper. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, I'm not. I'm not quite to life alert stage yet, but I, I think we should start looking into <laughs> to clapper because it's just it too does much effort. Sound like very old man. It like, does. I stumble around. I don't want to go up dark. in the dark. I want to have the light on so I can see to get to the door without kicking my toe on something. The dresser is right there, and I always overestimate how much room I have going around the end of the bed with the dresser there. Okay. My pinky toenail is dying because Maybe of this. Maybe we should just clean our room. This is not going to change where the furniture is. I'm not saying we shouldn't, but I'm saying it's a furniture issue. <laughs> the way that it is, you don't. There's there's the dresser on one side, and like the hope chest thing or whatever is at the foot of our bed, and there's like a pad. Well, there is no hope chest at the foot of our bed. Well, there's some. The hope chest has been to the side of our bed for the last three years. Well, there's some furniture item there. I don't know what it is. Tubs, Phil. Tubs. No, there's a shelf there. There's a shelf. There's a shelf I've been meaning to move out here to hold your video game. That's fine. One way or another, it's where I keep kicking my toes. So. All right. This has been the Phil and Janelle discuss their lighting in their bedroom movie. I can't believe you wanted that blocking my viewing of Stranger Things. What? That big old light. It shines right on the television. Well, then I think I don't have to be the one that goes and gets the drinks in between shows then. Well, you've made that very clear (laughs) this episode. (laughs) 
All right. Well, with that uh, riveting discussion on our uh, television watching habits, uh, I think we're going to bring this episode to a close. Anything you would like to add at the end here? I would like to add that I'm going to make it my personal goal to get a new post of my blog up. (laughs) I like that you don't put any kind of timeline on it so that no matter when you do it, then you've eventually hit your goal. By the time the next episode comes out. All right. Well, now you've just limited yourself. Not this episode. Just look for it. All right. Between that sounds good. This episode and the next episode. Well, if you guys like to get in touch with us, once again, it's MandarinOrangeShow at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram and join our Facebook and Facebook group and stuff like that, so you can keep up on the thirty day movie pass challenge because it's fun. It's been it's been fun. I've been keeping a daily uh, little tally of how much we're saving, and um, it's it's good. So you're gonna want to follow along with that. Let me know what movies you think I should see. Or if you have any other tips. And uh, I think that's going to do it. So thank you guys for listening. And for the Mandarian Orange Show, I'm Phil. And I'm Janelle. And we talk so you don't have to.